Downing, downing. Oh, remix. <laughs> What's up, fam? It's your girls, Doe and Mo, with the Rooted Life Podcast. And over here, y'all know we are all about helping people thrive in their relationships with God, themselves, and others in that order. We do this through our podcast, social media, at Rooted Life Podcast on IG. Follow us. And the mm-hmm. version Bible app and a bunch of other things. But, you know, those are like the three mm-hmm. main things. Uh, Mo, we're getting real yes, close to the last few episodes of our very very last season how you mm. feeling uh bittersweet mm. it's been a big part of our lives for almost four years <laughs> yeah so i feel a little sad but also grateful um of the fact that every time we did do this and continue to do it like that god blesses and teaches us something and yeah allows us to bless other people and i know he's still got some stuff up his sleeve for this season so mm-hmm. i'm feeling excited for the future too how you feeling um i feel excited too that's such a good point you make about using it to bless us because i'm just like dang what if this whole thing was really just to grow? <laughs> nah, but Maybe. I mean, it was for more things. But still, I think that's so cool how right. we have grown so much through this mm-hmm. process as well. Truly. Um, but I'm also feeling excited because I just got a little sense that, you know, God's just going to repurpose these gifts for something mm. new and different that better fits our current season, which I think is exciting mm-hmm. um, just to have the opportunity to do what you love be a light and to help other people which we both love doing so mm-hmm. um who knows what that looks like but i'm expecting for what is to come and low-key let me just say i'm looking forward to leaving behind some of the more technical pieces mm-hmm. required like uh recording and editing and things like that so baby um yeah you know just riding away until the end uh <laughs> so for our seventh and final mm-hmm. season we are focusing on if y'all don't know the six components that we believe are key to finishing well so Mo, why don't you give us a quick rundown of the first two things we've talked about yes ma'am so focus was our first one and we talked about how our gaze determines the direction of our thoughts our mm-hmm. hearts and our actions <laughs> got tongue tied mm-hmm. and then insight and when we include god in the process you said this we don't have to wait to get insight on the back end we can gain it as we go Ooh. that was a bar that's good yeah you said that that's good mm-hmm. all right holy mm-hmm. spirit um okay so the next two things that we've talked about next level thinking mm-hmm. aka identifying how god is using the current season to develop and prepare us for the next one mm-hmm. and then inspiration from our last episode which i really enjoyed and mm-hmm. my biggest takeaway from that one was that inspiration comes from exposure like yeah. we just have to be willing to take the first step mm-hmm. which could be a number of things getting in a new environment around new people communing with the holy spirit but we really have to be active as far as jumps starting the process and then um well the one thing that you can't do is nothing and think that things will change so gotta do something um but today we're going to talk about sound speech Mm -hmm. and that represents the s of the word finish if you didn't pick up on that we were using words that all start (laughs) with the first letter um to spell out finish if Mm -hmm. you didn't know that Mm -hmm. also by now but we're going to talk about how sound speech impacts our ability to finish well Yes, ma'am. Well, let's go ahead and get into these glows and grows and then we'll hop on into it. I think my glows and I'm about to be traveling a lot. Okay. And it's funny because everyone kept being like, you're you don't have a job now. You're resting. Are you going to be traveling? And I was like, no, yeah, you <laughs> I you need to be at home. Girl, I was in Tampa a couple weeks ago, Chicago this week. Mm-hmm. New York with my siblings and then maybe California for a little. Come on. Little chomp, chomp. A little then Atlanta. In August, and then it's Usher in October. Yeah, and then Vegas in October. Yeah, so I got some trips lined up, and half of them I'd have to pay for. So that was a glow because it was something I wanted. But I didn't even ask. I love when God answers a prayer you didn't even ask him for. That's the best. It was just something in your heart that you wanted. And yes. he was like, oh, my baby want that? <laughs> I got you. It's a done deal. It's so whatever. The glow is him giving me a desire. Like, 
I had a desire and he answered a prayer mm-hmm. and I really just wanted to spend time with my family. And now I'm going to see my sister twice yeah. in a month, which never happens, travel with my siblings and mm-hmm. then go home and see my mom in August. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, thanks God. That was real sweet. He's so, so sweet. sweet. The glow Jesus, or the grow, excuse me, is anxiety with dating. Mm. <laughs> just like overthinking and second guessing myself and just, I think you and I talked about this on FaceTime, but just learning to trust my judgment again after you make so many bad relational decisions, you're like, do I have what it takes to live out what I've been saying on a podcast (laughs) for four years and all the books I've read? Like, because it's like, it's one thing to talk about something. It's another thing when it's your turn to apply it. Oh, yes. And you're like, can I do it though? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) Can mm -hmm. I, do I have what it takes? And so the grow is just learning to trust myself and my judgment and trust that I have community around me and that I'm a different person than I was in the past. Absolutely. So just working through those anxieties and those like growing pains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Newsflash, yeah. you do. You know, oh, let me, let me thanks, just tell you, you do. Because mm-hmm. uh, in the moment when it's all said and done, it's like the, the work has been done to get to that moment. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, this is the opportunity. It's like mm-hmm. the same way that you've been going to the gym all this time. And then you go show up at one of these classes that somebody invites you yeah. to and you kill it. <laughs> and it's like, even if you didn't feel it in the mm-hmm. moment when you get there, it's almost like your body has no choice but to mm. respond because it's been doing the work. You're right. It's like Thank muscle you memory at that point. So yeah. you got it anyway. Thank you. Um, okay. So glows and grows over here. Glow. Um, mm-hmm. Celebrating a year with Come my on. boo. Um, Come and on. just being in like a really healthy place mm. in a romantic relationship that yeah. is like what <laughs> what okay lord you really did your thing um and then just being in a space to be able to like dream up a future together yeah. was really really cool um this last couple weeks just being able to like celebrate this milestone and then mm-hmm. be able to talk about what the future looks like mm-hmm. now <clears throat> that said on the growth <laughs> side uh i think i have some work to do on my flexibility okay. and planning okay. um i think i always knew this just because i am such a um i'm so like committed to whatever the plan is that mm-hmm. i'm not really always open to shifting those plans mm, and i think what i'm realizing through these discussions about uh the future life that i want that when you meet someone, it's not about the life that you want for yourself. It's about partnering together to build a vision mm. for a life that you both want. Yeah. And that means that there may be some things on my end that look a little bit different because mm-hmm. it's not just what makes sense or makes Dorian happy. Yeah, it's about true. what makes us happy. Um, so, yeah, that is just like a lesson mm. or a new learning and a new uh, muscle that I am working out that I didn't really uh, know was there, I guess. And so <laughs> I just want to be... Um, more open mm. as things shift, whether that's timelines or desires <laughs> or expectations. Mm. Um, so I'm dreaming up a future that doesn't just serve me, but serves us. Mm. So yeah. That's sweet. Um, all right, let's get into this episode. So we talked yeah, about um, this entire season, how we've been talking about how to finish well, mm-hmm. ending with intentionality. And we said it before, but just go ahead and prepare yourself. We're going to say it every episode. Mm-hmm. So finishing well is a necessary skill. And why is that? Because we are constantly entering, maintaining, or finishing any given season of our lives. And in a lot of ways, how we finish a season says more about us than how we begin one. But like Dr. D say, I ain't even going to bother that. <laughs> <laughs> But for real, I'm excited today because we're going to talk about 
um, the importance of sound speech. And so, mm-hmm. Mo, um, walk us through what do we even mean when we're talking about sound speech? What that mean? Yeah, I thought it was interesting because we could have just named this speech. Come but on. I thought it was interesting that you came up with sound speech. Uh, I think when we say sound, literally the definition of something being sound is reliable, mm. sturdy, dependable. So when it comes to finishing well, we want our speech to be dependent, reflective <laughs> of God. We so, want our attitude. We want our thoughts to accurately reflect the love of God, the grace of God, his truth. And so we also know that life and death <laughs> empower the tongue. Mm-hmm. So we want to use our words to create life, to to be a positive influence on our feelings, our actions, our life, and others. Mm, so good. Good definition. You know, I love me mm, definition. I try to pull my good. little, I was in my dough bag Come for sure. Come on now, love that <laughs> uh, dough, D-O-E, not with a P. So just... For anyone who might have, I don't get it. Like dope bag. Oh no 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 not dope. Just, yeah, just dope. making sure. Folks yeah, I'm not in a dope, dope bag. <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. So talk about <laughs> how um, what does sound speech looked mm. like for you as you were working to finish well. Give us the story. Yes, ma'am. So we've talked a lot about work this season. Sure. Uh, we even our last episode was kind of like this ambiguous <laughs> transition God had me in mm-hmm. or has me in present tense. Um, but I thought I'd switch it up by talking about finishing a relationship well, particularly that. a romantic relationship. I thought that might be helpful. Mm-hmm. So earlier this year, I was dating a nice guy. Uh, we dated for about three months and I felt like things were going pretty well. We were having a good time, going on great dates, having good conversations, vibing, all that stuff. But um, fast forward, he decided he wanted to move states to pursue his passion. So as a result, we decided that um, we need to have a conversation to figure out like, are we going to try to make this official? Are we going to continue dating? Are we going to call it quits? Um, and so we had the conversation and he decided that he wanted to end things, which was really tough. Um, kind of caught me off guard and I felt very hurt. Um, and after it happened, I had to make a decision about how I wanted to talk about him and that dating experience. Ooh, I love that you're sharing this example because I think many of us assume that when a relationship ends, whether it's romantic or otherwise, that it's inevitable that we're going to talk poorly about it because Mm. like the ending of something just it doesn't always bring like great feelings for for many of us. And that just doesn't have to be the case. That's Mm. kind of the truth of the matter. So I'm excited to hear how you processed all this. So talk us through how you committed to sound speech while you were also navigating the hurt of that ending. Mm, Baby, (laughs) emotional intelligence. Mm. (laughs) Number one, first and foremost, I think it's important to be able to feel your feelings, Mm -hmm. acknowledge them, and then you get to make a decision on how you're going to respond to those emotions. And we yeah. talked about it before. Like my emotions don't drive my life. Mm-hmm. They're in the car. Yeah. They give you information. They give me data. I need them, but they don't get to run my life. Mm-hmm. And I think many of us struggle with sound speech, uh, present company included, because we allow our emotions to run our mouths. Yeah. And we think that I see this so much with teenagers. It's like, well, I felt that way and I thought that way. Yep. And we're like that. It's like just because we feel something, we think that gives us authority and permission to say it out loud outside mm-hmm. of our mouth. And mm-hmm. that's just not the case and so when I think about sound speech even in this situation it was about making the conscious and deliberate decision to use my words wisely and constructively Um, so even as he was ending things with me and talk like I heard him talking but internally I was like right now in this moment you want to go off on him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) you really you got some words for him Mm -hmm. but I just made up my mind of like no I want to use words that are consistent with my character and the character of God and even though I'm hurt that doesn't give me the right to try to hurt him with my words I want to behave in a way that is honoring to myself and honoring to God and honoring to him so Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you ignore the hurt I told him I was like I feel really hurt I feel really caught off guard I feel like you could have told me this information a long time ago Mm -hmm. um I asked a few clarifying questions to get the answers I need. And at the end, I just said, okay, well, I appreciate you being honest with me. This experience was still valuable. And if I'm ready to be friends or if I want to be friends with you, like I will reach out to you. Mm -hmm. 
And I decided like I wasn't going to spe- speak ill of him, uh, mainly because I knew that doing that wasn't going to address my hurt mm-hmm. and pain and it wasn't going to help me in the long run with dating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love how through this story, it also just shows how sound speech, although it considers how we're talking about others, it really is a protection yes. for our own mental and emotional That's states good. because it allows us to actually address the conflict at hand. Mm-hmm. Like to your point, talking badly, it's not going to restore the relationship Mm-mm. and it's not going to help your hurt subside. So mm-hmm. it's really not beneficial in getting toward the future that you want right, to actually right, right. see for yourself. So how were you leaning on God during that process? And then how did that impact your ability to actually choose sound speech? I would say this is something God has been dealing with me on (laughs) for a long time. But this last year, I feel like he just cranked it up to 100 miles per hour. Mm. Um, I think for me, in terms of sound speech, who you tell is important. What you do first after something hurts you, I think says a lot about you. And so I just decided like, God, you're the first person I want to go to with this. So I was like, God, I'm gonna bring all my disappointment to you, all of my pain. And I'm just going to let us sit in this. And I'm gonna allow you to be who you say you are, which is you're my comforter. Okay. You're my refuge. You're my strong tower. So I'm just going to sit, be sad, sit and cry and mm-hmm. allow you to be the things I need you to be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to take your pain to God first, because I don't want to use my words later to inflict pain on other people. Yes. Um, and I think that, you know, talking to God about it first um, and being honest about my feelings helped me to process it in a way that was healthy. So I'm not then talking about it from a place of bitterness or mm-hmm. resent being resentful um and ultimately what I decided even you know as you and I talked later on that night is that I want to use my words in a way that usher me into the future that I desire for myself yes I want to use my words to work in agreement with what I'm believing God for and what I know he can do so bashing this man mm-hmm. spending energy dogging him like that's not going to ultimately like get me to where I want to be which to be in like a healthy thriving godly marriage right. like I want to use my words in agreement with where I want God to take me mm-hmm. period mm-hmm I love that, that agreement piece. It's like, I want to be in, I want to be in alignment yeah. with what I actually see for myself and exactly. also what I believe that you can do. Yep, that's so good. if I spend my time using my words to, to speak the opposite, I'm like, my words move me. Mm, so I'm actually good. moving in the direction opposite that's of good. what I actually even see for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's just so good about that. That part about being in agreement, using my words to be in agreement mm-hmm. with what I see for myself. Oh, wow. So good. That's good. Um, so how do you believe that choosing sound speech over like negative or rational speech in that moment actually helped you navigate the circumstance? What did it reveal to you? Yeah. And I think I want to be uh, transparent. It's not that I didn't have those negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I, even in my quiet time with God, it wasn't like I had sure. the nicest thing to say about this guy. Like yeah. I was real with God, mm-hmm. but I think recognizing the root cause of that speech is that I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hurt. And I think that's more helpful. And I think a lot of times when you hear people talking and I've been with people, I'm like, you're just hurt, but mm. you're so busy bashing somebody that you haven't <sighs> taken the time to recognize that you're just in a lot of pain right yes. now. And think about how quickly could you, how much faster could you get to healing if you just address the behind the anger mm-hmm. and talking bad about somebody is someone who's deeply, deeply hurt. So yep. I think that was important, just kind of knowing the root. And honestly, a lot of lies popped in my head like, man, I'm going to always be single mm-hmm. or I'll never get married. And I just had to shut that up. I'm like, you know what? That's a lie from hell, period. Mm-hmm. And so when I have those moments where negative or irrational speech tries to pop up even in my own heart mm-hmm. and even, in, you know, as I'm thinking about myself, I just repeat God's truth. So I was like, God, you're my comforter. You order my steps. You have good plans for me. You supply all my needs. I'm your beloved. Like I just had to remind myself of my identity mm-hmm. so that I didn't let this hurt cloud who I knew I was. And yeah. I think sometimes you can have enough hurt that built up it'll prevent you from seeing yourself clearly. And I think I just needed to remind myself who I was mm-hmm. that although I'm hurt, this isn't my whole story. This is a, this is a piece. Yeah. Um, 
So I think having those scriptures like really helped me fight those lies, but also reaffirm the truth and also come back into alignment with what I believe God can do for me. Mm-hmm. And it helped me from spiraling. I think sometimes kind of what you're talking about with yes. our speech, if it leads you in a direction, if you keep talking bad about something, mm-hmm. you spiral deeper, deeper, mm-hmm. deeper into it until really you just end up in a pit of yes. self-pity. Yes. <laughs> and you can't do nothing with pity. <laughs> it does not help you. It does not help you in the long run. So I just decided that going off on him wasn't going to help me uh, falling into a pit of self-deprecation wasn't going to take the pain away, mm-hmm. but I could use the right words to help me have the right perspective yeah. and frame the situation in a way that's like, this truth is, this pain is real. This hurt is real, but I know a truth <laughs> mm-hmm. that can help me manage that. Um, so sound speech really helped me stay focused on what was most important. The truth was I was hurt. I was disappointed, but using the right words helped me celebrate the good and grieve the loss. Mm, that's so my good. goodness. I mean the pit part, you wow. know, it's almost like if you if our words if they're not edifying if they're Mm -hmm. leading us deeper like Mm -hmm. down Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. the opposite would build us back up like that brings us closer to what it is that we actually like see for ourselves and just puts us in a much better position yeah another thing I was thinking we were talking about just this idea of being honest before God it's never like whatever the first thing you say or your first thoughts. It's yeah. always how you end. It's so good. And I, I don't remember hearing, I think I heard this in like a training one time that has just said like, it can be your first thought, just don't let it be your last. Yeah. So it could be the first thing you say, just don't let it be the last thing mm-hmm. you say. And sound speech, if it's supposed to be reliable, sturdy speech, mm-hmm. it may take a second to get That's there. Because yeah. reliable things are not built That's just good. in one thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe I got to say a couple of things <laughs> just to get it on out, get it off my chest. <laughs> but then I'm going to build it back up so that it is wow. sturdy, you know. So I think just hopefully people are hearing that getting to a place where you choose sound speech is a process. Yeah, it may not good. necessarily just be the first thing, but it takes a while to lay a foundation to where, okay, my second nature is to speak life back over this disappointment, mm-hmm. you know, and that just comes from practice and mm-hmm. spending time doing it. So mm-hmm. that's, that's really good. good. That's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you just talk about what are the practical things that people can do to exercise sound speech? Yeah. I mean, you've kind of hit on it. We both have. The first thing is just to process the pain with God first. Our our words reflect our heart. So mm-hmm. if your heart is full of unforgiveness, bitterness, and resentment mm-hmm. like it's going to show up in your words yeah. and, and how you talk about it's interesting too because like how I talk about my job which is the area that God was really dealing with me on it's like it's not just reflective of that situation it's reflective of my heart and I think sometimes you can sure. be dogging somebody that you forget that it's more reflective of you than them that part and God gave you that as a blessing and a gift and mm-hmm. for you to talk bad about a blessing that he was using to mm. develop and mature you is kind of like kind of wild not to mention to talk bad about one of his children that's like going to literally going to a father and being like bro your child sucks <laughs> how do you think that's gonna go like how do you think that's gonna go let's not also forget particularly as it relates to relationships we're talking about his kids you're right we're yeah. talking about other people yeah, you know that right. have him in them too mm-hmm. so yeah that's a good point yep so the yeah <laughs> i don't got nothing else but <laughs> process that pain it. with god mm-hmm. number two this is something my mom always tells me is to share very carefully like you don't have to share with everybody I think when you're approaching a transition, be very prayerful and wise with who you share with, because ultimately you don't want everyone speaking to that situation. Kind of what you're saying, like mm-hmm. we want to use our words uh, to create life. And so if someone does not have the faith to believe 
for what you're believing for, maybe tell them after the fact. Mm. But they don't need to be part of that inner circle who gets all the information because they may not be able to speak and help you create life and move in the direction that you're desiring. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom, yeah, she tells me this every time. You be careful who you tell. And I'm like, okay, mama, <laughs> okay. But she's mm, right. She's and I right. think, you know, even this situation, I processed with God first. And then I decided, like, let me call Doe. Like, we need to talk this out. And I knew that you're going to be empathetic and affirming and supportive and create a safe space for me to process my feelings mm. in a way that was constructive to me and not simply destructive to him yes and I knew that you were going to give me space kind of what you're saying about how you and I know you're going to give me space to when 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 you know that mm-hmm. was necessary but I knew that eventually you were going to help like if you held my shoulders you were going to point me mm-hmm. like Morgan and you said that you're like Morgan this is getting you in the direction that you want this is the positive step and that was what I just needed you to like mm-hmm. help me <laughs> reframe yes and yes. I feel like people who are in a mature place in their faith and emotions and all those things can can really help you um, use your words in a way that's actually helpful and then use their words to really build life into you too. That's it. That's it. So thank you. Mm. <laughs> thank mm. you, Dorian. Mm. Um, and then the last thing, which I, we can't um, emphasize enough is to use your, use words that are in agreement with God. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have to sugarcoat reality. We're not saying lie about how you feel. We're not saying minimize your feelings, but after you process with God in your inner circle, you have to start using your words to produce life. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a place for venting. We've talked about it, but the convo can start at venting, but it needs to end in Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and perspective. So venting is a good place to start, <laughs> but the, it should not be the ending point mm-hmm. of your conversation. And so I think kind of an aside to that is I think um, one of the natural things that happens when we're going through difficulty or facing a hurt or a transition or trying to finish well is that complaining comes so naturally to humans. Ooh, I mean, yes. you can look at the word and there's, you know, it's interesting because so much um, in the old Testament with the Israelites yes, talks about how murmuring. they're complaining, grieved God. Mm-hmm. I hate that feeling of thinking so that I'm sad. like grieving God. Yeah. Um, but also I heard a quote once that said, complaining is evidence of distrust in God. Mm-hmm. And so if I trust God and I believe who he says he is and he does what he says he does, I want to use my words to come in agreement with what I know his heart is and his love is for me. Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, whew, I, just, <laughs> I just need a second. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I mean, moment. that, that was just all so, wow. so good. I mean, the, the thing I was thinking about when you were talking was like how our speech, it almost identifies what type of partner we see God as, Ooh. you know? And it's like, If I see you as a good partner, you know, think about in our business, like I speak Mm -hmm. highly of you. Mm. I speak highly of how you show up, how you're consistent, how you're great to work with, how Mm -hmm. you're organized. Mm -hmm. And so it's like my ability to be able to have sound speech around any circumstance as I'm finishing well, it is a reflection of what type of partner I see God Mm -hmm. as. Mm -hmm. And if I see him as a good partner, then I can only speak so I got to find some kind of some positive mm-hmm. to land on if God is in the mix. If I see him yeah. as the author and the finisher, the orchestrator of every step of mm-hmm. my life, regardless of if this is not going how I wanted it to, I'm in a waiting season, mm-hmm. whatever. I need to be able to speak life into this thing because it is associated with the one who I know does only good by me, does mm-hmm. only right by me, you know? So yeah. I was just thinking about that too, how wow. it's a reflection of our own heart, but it's also a reflection of, you know, if we see him as a good partner or mm-hmm. not. So. And if we see him as a good God and a good father, because it's like, I feel like something I learned in this last season is like, my words reflected my unbelief mm. more, like more unbelief was coming out than faith. And yeah. so I could blame like, well, it's just the words. It's like, no, 
your mouth is evidence of what's in true. your heart. And I'm like, oh, that's my, that's a faith issue. So yeah. we could talk about it. I mean, we could talk about it being a word issue, but really your speech issue. is a heart issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a faith issue. And Period. I think getting to the root of that, of being like, cause I used to always say like, I want to be better with my words. And it's like, yeah, but that means your heart got to heal. Mm-hmm. So I think for anyone listening, if you're like, okay, <laughs> this is for me. Mm-hmm. I think you have to kind of, we talk about backwards planning. You need to just <laughs> shimmy on back. Mm-hmm. It's a heart issue. And really, I think, ask God to reveal the ways in which your hurt is coming out in your mouth or your mm. disbelief or your fear and ask him to heal that and help you to use your word, use your words to build life. And then you have to be in, your, in, be in the word because mm-hmm. we don't always have the right words. But if I'm truthful about my pain, I bring it to him, I ask him to reveal those places that are tender in my heart that needs healing. And I inundate my mind with the word life can only come out. Yeah. Only life can come out. Mm. Mm. So I'm going to have to repent after this again. I already repented this morning. But I'm going to repent again. Come on back. New stuff came up. Boomerang, okay? My goodness. Well, this Jeez. got me so excited because in our next episode, which is the last one, wow. uh, we're going to talk about humility, mm. um, which I'm sure is going to read both of us mm-hmm. all the way to the end. So any <laughs> uh, last words or encouragement takeaways on your side? No, I think what we kind of said in the last, well, yes, because I'm talking. Yes. I'd say just, I think, again, don't fall into the temptation of thinking that you are a horrible person. Uh, I mm-hmm. think go to God. We all have areas we have to work on. I think speech is hard for so many of us because again, it's reflective of the heart. The yeah. human heart is evil. Like, yeah. it's okay. It's we all, but we can take one step. So I think maybe just taking a moment to determine what's the one step you're going to make today mm-hmm. um, to move towards a place of using sound speech to talk about people, relationships, work, and the blessings God is giving you. Yeah, that's really, really good. And I mean, the thing that I would say, mm. it can be your first your first thing mm-hmm. that you say your That's first good. thought but just don't let it be your last it doesn't have to be your last mm-hmm. you get it does to choose that part yep you get to choose where you land at the end of the day Ooh. so wow. um yeah i love this episode so much mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. might be my favorite of i was about to say it might be my favorite too just might be my favorite of the season because i'm getting my whole <laughs> life okay my whole life same well y'all uh be sure to follow us on the ig at real life podcast and while you're listening please y'all share it with a friend send us a dm let us know how this episode this season is blessing you and if you're listening on apple podcast do us a favor rate us five stars and leave us a brief review that's right and uh we'll see y'all next week okay back same time uh to finish out the season y'all stay tuned for our next episode but until then we love y'all stay rooted